Hey, you're about to listen to Mount Spocast, a a podcast I started to help celebrate the 20th class reunion of my graduating class at Mount Spokane. I started the podcast to help raise money to start a scholarship in the name of a good friend of mine that passed away back in 2007, Nick Winterstein. So if you're listening to this, you're probably a former classmate interested in the person that's on the podcast or you're just interested in general. But I just want to tell you that this podcast is specific for the graduating class of Mount Spokane in 2002. So please enjoy this episode of Mount Spokast. Peace. Welcome to the uh, second edition of Mount Spocast. I am sitting here with Michaela Young, Jamie. That's it. And uh, except for that's not like my legal name; it's actually just Michaela Jamie now. Oh, okay. You you just hyphenate for the. I'm just. I don't think I hyphenated anything ever. What's on Facebook? It's hyphenated, I guess. No, it's not. Well, it came up as Michaela Young Jamie on my on my calendar. <laughs> That's what I put it in as. Um, so Michaela Jamie. Michaela Jamie. Michaela Young, as I met you. Oh, man. I remember when you came to Colbert Elementary. Mm-hmm. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. You were in Mrs. No, Mr. Doohan. Mr. Doohan. Oh, you're in Mr. Doohan. I thought you were in Mrs. Not Jokainen. Jok- no. But uh, yeah, uh, V. Yeah. Wow. That was... That was, that was more than 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was in 1995. So did you come here to Spokane from somewhere else? Were you from California? Or? I, was. I was from Southern California. Nice. My parents moved me up here for a better quality of life. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. And you and you lived right up the road from me on Low Road. And, Howe, but off of Low. But yes, off you of, you lived off of Low on Howe. And yeah. you had the... I remember riding my bike by your house. You had a really cool house. It was like near a church, but you had a really cool house. Uh, I always remember that. That I, I ran by that house uh, recently, and I was like, "Oh, this is where yes. Michaela li- lived." Do you, do you? Do they still own that house? No, I sold that oh five or so years ago. Was that sad? Was that a sad moment? It was horrible. Yeah. It's very sad. Did you have any, did you ever think about, maybe I should just buy it? Yeah. And, but it just not, didn't, didn't make any sense. My parents got divorced. I wish I kicked myself for not buying it now. Yeah. Yes. My parents, my parents divorced. My dad sold the, our house on, on Nancy court in Eaglewood and he sold it in 2017 for like $250,000. And I, I kind of wish we would have bought it, but at the same time, I don't know if I would want to live in my parents' house or their bedroom with my wife. Yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> having my home in my master bedroom, my parents' master bedroom is uncomfortable. Uh, well, before we get into like the, the, the guts of the interview, I really just want to do a quick high school hot list. Uh, on my regular podcast, Spocast, I do this about around Spokane, what people love doing in Spokane. But I want to know about Michaela in high school. The first question of the hot list is, who were you hanging out with in high school? Who was that? Who was, who were you, who was your group of friends? 
Oh, gosh. Well, I had my best friend in the world, Brittany Andrews. Mm. She was, and to this day, I was just in her wedding, actually. Oh, nice. Last August, yeah. Um, Paul Evenson, Landon Foss, uh, Lofty Boy Child. That would be Ryan Loft. Ryan Loft, yeah. <laughs> Zach Franklin. Um, that was kind of our core. And then, of course, all my volleyball girls. Mm. Holly Coleman, Tacey Van Leuven, Tara Amistoso, Jenny Ray. I mean, there's a lot of them. Mm. Do you keep, do you, you're your friends with most of them still? Like, do you, do you, do you stay in touch? I'm not very close with most of them, but mm. definitely still in touch with all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that happens yeah. after high school. Uh, but I, I mean, I feel like if I saw them on the street today, I would hug them and love them. Yes. Just as if nothing, no time has passed. Yeah. That's something me and Heather talked about. Is this like the friends you make in high school, even the people you meet in high school, like it just, it's a different connection and people that you just meet yes. to, today. Like even just meet I haven't seen you in years and it's just like, it's just like we're back in high school. That's exactly right. (laughs) We actually had a mini reunion. Um, Brittany was in town and I had Lofty, I had Lofty and Landon over and Landon's wife and it was hilarious. I will, I will share your pictures with you because it Mm. was probably one of the funniest nights I've had in a while. (laughs) Um, When you were you know, during like pause or during break, you're going to go grab a snack at the student store. Oh, big cookie. Oh, big cookie. <laughs> big cookie. Uh, Every time. Yeah. I, uh, I miss those cookies. <laughs> I cookies. They're, they're like monster cookies. Yeah. Did you work in a student store? Were you a DECA? Were you in DECA? No, no. Loser. Yeah. I always wanted to be, but I should, I should have done DECA. That was like all marketing stuff. Wait, that's you like, didn't do it either? No. It seems like that would be something you would do. No, I don't. The only person I knew that did it was like Mike Palladino. He did DECA. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe that's why I didn't do it because I didn't know a lot of people that did it. I don't know who's doing I don't even know who, like, who was doing DECA. I never even went DECA. to the student store. Yeah. I like went to the <laughs> the food, like the lunch line. The lunch, Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm a loser. You, you ate lunch at like, in, like, I guess I ate lunch at high school. Like I didn't like bring my own food. Like I'm not, I'm definitely too lazy to do that. Definitely me too. I was, but I was too lazy to wait in line. I would always just go and get like the sack lunches. Like there was always a sack lunches at the end of the, at the end of the, and it was always the shortest line. You could just get a sack lunch you get like a ham and cheese or whatever. And uh, that would always be my lunch. And so I never wanted to wait in line. Uh, I just wanted to. To get no, it, get it done with. I never did the sack lunch. It wasn't that good. I that. Who eats that? Uh, uh, me apparently. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, who was your favorite teacher and or maybe favorite class in high school? Oh my gosh, I had so many. Um, my most memorable favorite teacher was Mr. Ayers. Mm. It's a great class. It was some history. What is that? What history did he teach? I don't, my I, senior year, I think. Did, I even dressed up as him for Halloween when that year. You did. I remember that actually. Yeah, I did because I loved him so much. Yeah. I had to honor him. Yeah, that's awesome. He, he's he was a, he's a great guy. He uh, he, is. he coached my brother in basketball. Like so, my brother's five years younger than me. So, but uh, him and my brother are still they still 
connect and my brother coaches and he always gets advice from bill and he, he definitely they still talk about basketball and he's a he's a he was a good teacher yes, uh, i never took any definitely. classes from him he always he he was so res, not resilient i don't think that's the word i was looking for but he he always wanted me to come out for basketball like he made sure that i he he wanted this me he wanted me he to wanted you yeah and i was like i don't know why he put so much interest in me playing basketball because i was not any good but <laughs> i you were good at basketball i was all right at basketball i was on c squad c squad baller yeah you and nick winterstein were on c squad exactly. i watched those games those are fun yeah those are some that, of the best oh games. man i needed that yeah <laughs> zach franklin got those made those shirts and <laughs> That's another thing. Bill, I remember those Bill Ayers was so pissed off that we were so <laughs> proud of being on C Squad. And we just like were like we got yes and he was yeah, he was so I remember angry. that. I love it. <laughs> C Squad was the team to be on back then. It was, yeah. One. <laughs> uh what were you doing on a Friday night in high school? Oh my gosh. Um I was probably playing playing poo dollar with Landon and, <laughs> and Brittany. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, that was a really exciting thing in North Spokane. So, for those who don't know what poo dollar is, you uh, you take a dollar bill and you put a. I don't know where you're getting it, the poop at. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It could be dog poop. It could be human poop. You just put it in front of a Safeway or Best Buy or wherever, and you just watch people pick up that dollar. And do poo dances. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, I used to make a... I never did, played much poo dollar, but I always made a joke with my wife that like, <laughs> what, what do you want to do today? And I was like, go play some poo dollar. <laughs> and it was like the longest joke I had forever. And she just got so sick and tired of me saying that. And I was not funny because it's anymore. not funny. No. And I'm and uh, but maybe yeah, maybe I should. You guys just need to go play it and then she'll be like, this is actually really funny. I should teach my kids. You should this teach is... your kids to do it to Abby. And then she'll be like, and then she won't think it's funny, though. That's true. Yeah. Uh, do you have a most memorable high school moment? Most memorable high school moment. How do you come up with that? Well, I have mine. I have so many moments. One that sticks out, like. Um, I think we went to regionals in volleyball my senior year. That was awesome. Oh my gosh, I know. Traveling to state basketball. Mm. As this, that was our senior year, wasn't it? Or was it our junior? Was year? It, I think it was junior year. Junior year. Yeah. Going to, to the Tacomundo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. a big deal because it was, was our... a huge deal, and we've all like carpooled together and mm-hmm. we stayed at Brittany's grandma's house. It was that I, was definitely one of my most memorable. That was that was cool. That was uh, I, I remember it only because Mount the cross country team was the first team to ever win GSL, and then that year Mount Spokane boys basketball was the first. They were the second team, and. Uh, and I just remember us like being like, oh, well, that w- lost our moment. <laughs> and, and I don't think anybody cared that the cross country team was the n- number one team in the GSL. We were really proud of it. But uh, <laughs> I didn't even know. But now I know and I'm really proud of you. I think that's great. That's uh, one of my most memorable moments, uh, too. <laughs> uh, but that's funny. And the last question is, who was your high school crush? Well, I would say Zach Franklin. Okay. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I had some others. Yeah. That's uh I you know what? Now that I'm thinking back in high school, I totally forget. I forgot about that yeah. you and Zach dated all like throughout high school. Off and on. Off and on, yeah. But uh so yeah, we'll get into the guts. We'll talk about uh this this is just about Michaela in high school. How would you describe yourself? I w- and I'll I do this is because I want to bring a little level levity levity to it, but to me, you were just always super funny, bubbly. You were always super nice to me, like very welcoming and this like I never had any bad memories of you. And I, and I don't think if I ever had a bad memory of you, I don't think I would share it, but I don't think I do. You were just so nice. Even like, I mean, if they're sixth grade, junior high, like you just were, you were always such a bright light. I just loved your laugh. And like thinking about where this started with Nick, the one thing people have been telling me about Nick is his, his laugh. And then I, and I was just like, that's something that you guys really, that very noticeable. You always wanted to make people happy. That's what I remember about you. It's a redhead way. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Thank you. That's very sweet of you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I don't, I mean, I just kind of feel like if I look back on myself in high school, I was just kind of an idiot. Like, I just, (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. I I was a very happy person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was, I was happy. Um, I loved my sports. I was very active. Yeah. Um, well, you did. You didn't do. You, did you cheerlead at all? No, I didn't have good well, enough grades. You didn't have good enough grades to cheerlead. No, you had to have like a three point oh. I had two point eight. Really? Maybe we should edit that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I already. I already admitted. I already admitted in my uh, in my first podcast, and I'll edit this out too. But I I graduated with a two point one GPA. Did you really? Yeah, I gr- I was. So you couldn't cheerlead either. I couldn't cheerlead, I couldn't cheerlead either. Oh man, definitely could not cheerlead. Uh, I was just a slacker. Like it wasn't. It wasn't for lack of not being smart. It was just more like I was lazy. I could not get projects done in home ec in our senior year. And I think you might have been in that class. I got a D in that class because I didn't put a fucking folder together. That's so disappointing. Was that Pringle Jones? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I, I like. Why would I get a D in that class? I also got like a D in leadership. Like that's very disappointing. Yeah, it was just. I just never was. That was also Pringle Jones. Um, I just never. I just didn't care. I was and I was such a like procrastinator. Like always yeah. putting stuff off the last minute, and that really showed in my grades. But I wish I would have done tried a little harder. But who knows? I wouldn't be here podcasting now. So. Uh, <laughs> After I just thought you were the smart kid, but yeah, that, did you know, know someone else mentioned? I, I ran into someone years ago, and I we talked about that, and they're like, "I thought you were smart," and I'm like, "Me too." Until <laughs> 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 um, I didn't do anything. Until I didn't. Do, until I tried to get into college and couldn't get in yeah. any college except for the falls, and and like that was. I went to the falls. I love the falls. The I falls got was, my AA. Wait, that's. Yeah, my yeah, I no the falls was great. I would have been. I think I just needed to go back to school at a later time. I went back to the falls and got a degree in graphic design, which which led to doing marketing and Mm -hmm. which led to this. So after graduation, you kind of hit on it. What what did you you went to you went to the falls? I went to the falls. Um, I worked at Keller Williams at the front desk and Mm. made my way into like administrative position and got a job in Irvine, California. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I was their market administrator down there for almost a year. I hated mm. California, but that was where I was from. So I wanted to go back. Yeah. So I went back and my dream in my head wasn't what actuality. Where's Irvine at? Irvine's, um, it's Orange County. Oh, okay. It's inland Orange County. So you're there for like a year? Mm-hmm. I uh, lived in Huntington Beach about two blocks from the from the ocean. Mm-hmm. Brittany Andrews came down, was my sidekick for the summer. She was at Western during the time. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we had a really great summer. That was a memorable summer. That's cool. I mean, <laughs> I think LA is a fun place to visit. I don't know if I'd ever want to live there, but I could see it being just a, a blast. I, I spent some time there last year in, Hun- in Huntington and um, there's so many things to do there. Like, so you came back to Spokane because you hated it or I was just, and I, I followed my then boyfriend now husband. Oh, okay. So he was down there. Oh, and that's the, really the reason I went down. And then I hated just, I didn't like my job. I didn't want to be there anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going home. I'm going to Spokane. And so then Matt just quit his job and followed me up here had no job, nowhere, didn't know what he was doing. He's like, I'll just work in a grocery store. <laughs> anyway, but landed the job at North by Northwest. And okay. Eventually became a partner and I got my real estate license and that's where we're at. Yeah. It's kind of a quick story. Your family it, are realtors, right? Like your mom and dad? Like, and grandparents and, gra- and aunts. And oh, uncles. like, so you come from like a family oh, of just yeah. like. That's the only thing we do is real estate. So they did real estate in California and then you came up here yep. and wow. Yep. Did you, did you just know you were going to become a real estate agent? Like, is that like, was that your path? Like. It's kind of just what I knew. And so it was just easy. Yeah. You know? It was. And, and I wanted to be a mom. Mm. I wanted to stay home with my kids and it was a really good career to have my license, dabble in it and raise my kids mm-hmm. and now that my kids are in school now i'm full-time realtor yeah so it i mean it was kind of a perfect job for that yeah you got into real estate here was that well i was in administrative so since 2002 i worked as administration okay at keller williams at keller williams and then when i moved back up here i got my real estate license so that's when I started actually selling. That was in 06. Did you just, as I know most real estate agents, did you just start buying, buying property as well? Like, <laughs> like that was a great time to be buying property. Yeah. Uh-huh. I made my husband move about 10 times. You became a mom. When did you become a mom? When did that happen? Uh, married in 06, baby in 07. Wow. So I have a 14 year old. You have a 14 year old. They're in, are they, does that make them in high school? Put them in high school? That makes them an eighth grader. An eighth grader? Yeah. Wow. And I have an 11 year old and I have a, a boy, Hudson, and then I have a eight year old, no, seven year old girl. <laughs> seven year old girl. Wow. Can't keep track of my own kids. And they, and what are they like? Um, if you could think of three polar opposite individuals, that's what they all are. Mm. Ben is, um, a sports, real athletic, um, just such a bright, sweet kid. Mm -hmm. Hudson is our wild boy. He's into motocross and, uh, scootering and skateboarding. And he is our free child. Mm. So awesome. That's awesome. And then Rosie is like such a girly girl, which I... I mean, I'm kind of a tomboy, so I don't even know where Rosie came from. <laughs> like, she just loves gymnastics, and she has the kindest heart. Oh, and she's that's... sweet and loving. I'm like, 
I'm glad that came out somewhere. That's amazing. I, I think it's just like, <laughs> that's just kids. And like, you always have these expectations of what they're going to be like or, or in your mind. And like, they just become opposite or not opposite, but they just be, they just become their own people because of absolutely because of I, I don't know why people become the way they are but like my daughter like she's a girly girl and me and abby like, she's not a girly from? girl That's where did just, that come from yeah just their own people like, she wants to be yeah she wants to be in gymnastics she loves like doing makeup and doing her nails and all these yes. like being beautiful and and link is and uh likes performing and singing and dancing and he but he also loves his sports like basketball baseball he's just he's a real renaissance man i will say renaissance. <laughs> uh, he's going somewhere i like it dear so during all of you know raising your children like looking back to High school, like, do you, is there anything about high school that you would, that you took away from that has shaped you who you are today? Well, I think just being involved mm. and um, particularly with volleyball, I mean, that just being in a sport and working, just teamwork mm -hmm. and learning people's personalities and different perspectives yeah. really shaped, really shaped, you know, how I, how I am today. Yeah. What is something from the last 20 years that you're particularly proud of that you've accomplished? Can I just say being a mom? 100%. Yeah, of course. Okay. Because that, I mean, I am so proud of my kids and um, my marriage and just being a good citizen. <laughs> like I, I, um, I want to just say raising sweet little children so far. I think it's, a, it's our most important jobs as parents is making sure that we, when we have children to make people that are good people and that are, that care for their community and instill values in them that, you know, they are the ones that are going to be, you know, leading this country and yeah. the city and whatever. And it's I, the most important job. It's I very have. important. Like you don't want to, you don't want to have your kids grow up to become assholes. No. <laughs> and what if that happens? I would die. Yeah. I mean. Then I guess you failed. I know. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Do you know what goes on in those high schools? Oh, oh. Scary. I'm so scared. But that's why it, it's important to be a, a good mom and have a good base is because what they do learn in high school, like Making they're going to take, they're going to take Making it but like, but you, but how you teach them to make those choices is definitely a part of it that they make good decisions and they're going to fail because they're going to fail, but they're going to, they're going to learn a lot too. And I think good parenting is just a part of that. Like yeah. they're, they're going to become their own people as well. So they might become assholes, but maybe they'll become good assholes. Yeah. So maybe in 20 years, <laughs> my answer is going to be different. Yeah. But, well, well, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like asking people this question, this about in, in all my podcasts, especially when I learn people leave Spokane and then come back to it. When you left to go to Irvine, did you think I'll be back in Spokane? Or did you think I'm gone? Oh no, I was gone. Like, yeah. No turning back. But it is. And my dad said as I was leaving, actually, Alicia Alho's dad told me, mm. Dennis, he said, just let me know when you want, want to move back. I'll be there to help you move. <laughs> like he knew I was going to come back. I don't know. Uh, but I, I didn't think that. I thought I was gone. What drew you back to Spokane? Uh, the lifestyle. Mm. Uh, the people there. It's a different vibe in Spokane. At least it was. It's kind of getting, that's kind of getting a little bit wilder now, but yeah, 
back then it was just it was quieter people are nicer mm-hmm. no traffic yeah there's so many outdoor activities that are just right outside our door yeah it really is near nature new perfect like i i never left spokane i don't think i regret that i do think there was a time in my life where i was just like i rejected spokane and not really wanting to thinking that it was cool. As I got older, I was like, the more and more I got into the city and into the community, I'm the more and more I realized how amazing the city is and what kind of strange microcosm we've created here as a city, just because we're the biggest, smallest city. I feel like we're a big, we have a, a lot of the amenities of a big city, but we still have a lot of that, that small town feel. And I think you're, you're right. There is a lot of that that's going away, but I think well, I think it's just, yeah, the, we have, I mean, most of my clients coming to Spokane right now mm. are all, they're from Seattle, California, uh, Portland, like they're all out of towners. Yeah. That's the majority of my clients. Was so, Has that changed over the years? Like, was it, did it used to be just mostly people in Spokane? Just, oh yeah, like, absolutely. It, yes. So the influx is definitely like we. We're it's just, like we've been discovered. Yeah. And now they're all just piling in you know <laughs> does that does that scare you or do you th- or do you love do you love it well i think it's good because you know it brings a lot more money into our city mm-hmm. it, it, we get better restaurant shopping and all all that kind of thing but it also increases our traffic and our yeah. um i mean we don't really have the infrastructure like when's our freeway going to be built <laughs> i mean stuff like that it's like we need a north south freeway <laughs> we need we, we need it like 10 years ago <laughs> we needed it 10 years ago and we needed it in 2022 when it was like projected yeah. to be finished and now it's 2030 yeah. or something like that i do think that with the growth i have seen the change but I, I maybe it's because i'm downtown spokane and i'm in this old building but i definitely feel there is a vibe of community that is growing in spokane that is makes me very hopeful for the future because i there are people that want to get into the community and be a part of it and, and help and being able to be a part of that and help facilitate it is, it's really cool to be a part of. And I, and I, I would say like anyone who is nervous about that, I, I, I'm hopeful that the community is going to grow and become more tight knit. Uh, But there's always going to be, there there will always be people who are going to complain about the city and, you know, about its faults. We can complain about those things, but I think we can still, really enjoy living here because there is it's just we're having to adjust you know and so the people who have been here are having to adjust to this new way which isn't a bad way necessarily it's just it's growing pains yeah Yeah, that's exactly right it's it's growing pains uh and i i mean i do i love spokane yeah i'm not saying oh no no i'm not for sure is there something that people might find surprising about you from the last 20 years that they wouldn't know about are you just an open book I'm just the lamest. No, I have nothing to report. Um, you played volleyball in high school. Do you do you coach? Are you part of that anymore? Do your kids I do used it? To coach, I just played on a rec league this past uh, winter, and I thought every muscle in my body was gonna <laughs> melt off. <laughs> uh, what's a rec league? I've never seen. I don't. Oh, it's uh, the best thing you've ever seen. It's like there's, I think, 35 teams in this league, and it's all you know, 25 and older and like some real hardcore, awesome rec league players. Yeah. And then they're just like, like the name of our team was the Donald bumps. This is good. (laughs) That's a really good name. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm like, yeah, I'll be on this. Uh, It's just funny. You know, a lot of um, uh, people who are really living out their glory days. Yeah. And this is probably not surprising to people, but I would describe you as being a very successful real estate agent in Spokane. would Would you describe yourself as being successful? Yes, I I would say I'm a very successful real estate agent, um, but I only work with my my friends and family. So mm. um, I don't I don't branch out a lot to I I only work by referral. Oh, okay. So you know that's where my clientele is is referral business. Yeah. And I'm proud of that, like that. And I've had a lot of success off of that. Like I, you won't see me on billboards and that yeah. kind of thing because that's not how I want to market. What part of real estate do you specialize in? Is it just it's helping people buy and, and, and buying? Like, do you sell houses too? Yeah, I think I've seen and buying and selling. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I was going to say like, I, I never, yeah, I, I never see billboards for you. And I never, I, no. I mean, I don't see many house signs for you. Like you would see in but some neighborhoods. part of my niche is that yeah. if I do a good job for you, I want you to pass my name on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get my name passed on if I don't do a good job. Right. So that's kind of how I do my business. Are you so still with Keller Williamson? No, I actually um, moved to Synergy about three years ago. Okay. On Garland. Yeah. It's a very uh, fun, uh, high energy office. Do you like work in the office a lot? Do you? I work mostly from home. Oh, okay. But I'll go in every now and then. Yeah. I'm... I don't get any work done when I go in. Cause I just talk too much. So it's good that I work at home. Yeah. How did COVID change? Like, did, is that where you learned about working from home that you could do a lot more from home or have you always been working from home? I've always worked from home just because of the reason that I just get mm-hmm. so much more done. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID, what did that do? Well, it really amped up our real estate market. So I got a lot more busy, <laughs> but yeah. uh, as far as it affecting I mean, I don't know that. Yeah. Like, was that surprising to you in COVID that it became? I w- it was shocking. Yeah, because like we bought the house that we live in uh, over in Millwood in December of 2019. Millwood's a great little. It's such a. Know, don't yeah. tell anybody about it, please. Well, uh, <laughs> I love Millwood. Millwood's amazing. Yeah. Was that super surprising to see all these people just like yes. do a mass fun. exodus from their big cities into Spokane? I mean, I guess it's not surprising when you look back on it because yeah. it's like you're all these high salaried, you know, people from Seattle and looking for a lifestyle change. I get that. But yeah. at the time, it was shocking because we weren't expecting it. Yeah, it was a, it was a flood. Yeah. And it hasn't slowed down either. It has not slowed down. Our interest rates have gone up quite a bit in the mm-hmm. past few months. And so that's I think that'll stable things out. Do you foresee it getting better or like slowing down or, or do you think the prices will maybe remain steady at a certain, or do you think it's just going to keep on going up? There's no way to predict it. Crystal ball question. (laughs) Right. But we're being told that our projection in Spokane, it will continue going up. Mm. Um, Because we just have kind of a very, very different market. Um, So house prices are expected to continue to climb. Yeah. So in keeping with the 20 year theme, what is something you'd like to accomplish in the next 20 years? Well, uh, right now I just feel like my life is crazy. Like I'm, I'm a taxi to my kids and just I'm working full time. It's crazy right now. So mm-hmm. I'd love to just build our little cabin up at Priest Lake, mm. maybe stare at a wall for a couple of years. Just re, you know, yeah. decompress. You, that sounds amazing. 
doesn't it? This sounds amazing. Thank I, you. I know. I um, want to do the same. I, I don't think I'm going to, I just started this company. So I think I'm some years off from staring at a wall, but, uh, I don't think I'll ever not sell real estate, but I think at some point I'm going to have some time where it's like, Oh, that was wild. Yeah. That was busy. We're, it's at a, we're at a good, good age. I feel like, I feel like when I, I look at my parents when they were my age, I am now, and I feel like they were so old. I feel so young and I, I agree. And but I, I think that we're old, Brennan. We're old. Like, I think that my kids look at me like <laughs> I'm the oldest haggity, haggity. <laughs> <woman>. <laughs> They don't think I'm cool. You don't they don't they don't they don't think you're cool? My kids do not think I'm cool. Oh man. They think I'm just an old mom. Yeah. Well I wish I was cool. Like I think I'm cool. I'm definitely cool. So I mean I, I'll have to just explain that to my children. Wait till they like, you know, get a little older and then they're like you I'm have not purple cool. hair. That's so stupid. Oh, they're gonna want purple hair, right? That's yeah. the that's what. It, like I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going through a midlife crisis, or else I w- wouldn't have purple hair. Um, I think that's actually an indication of a midlife crisis. Yeah, it definitely hair. is. <laughs> Last question: If you could go back in time and and talk to Michaela at 18 years old, you're about to graduate high school. Is there a piece of advice that you'd give yourself from these last 20 years? Um, yeah, I would, I would tell myself. So there's something that's always stuck with me from high school that Mr. Reed told me. Mm. And he would say, Michaela, get over yourself. Which is such, I mean, that makes me sound like such an asshole, right? <laughs> but I love it because it's like the world doesn't revolve around you. Mm. So open your eyes. There's so many different people, mm. in, you know. Um, that have walked in their own shoes, that have their own story, that are far more important than what uh, is consuming my life. And and so I think it's just open your eyes and be aware and be kind. And mm. um, from that, like, would have you spent years of the last twenty years where you're like you were too you were too much. Like thinking like, to get over I, I yourself. Worry, I worry about stuff, and it's mm. like there's so many more problems in the world yeah. than what I'm worrying about. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, look at the big picture in life, and like see how other people are feeling. I'm really blessed, considering. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just don't worry about it. Everything happens for a reason, and it all works out. People who come into your life, they come in whether good or bad. It's always for a reason. So yeah, life is too short to like, to not have experience with people of different opinions, creeds, yeah. religions, you like, name it's it. Like, like open-mindedness, I think. Yeah. And I feel like in high school, I didn't, I wasn't as open-minded mm. as I am now. Yeah. Like to hear people's story. Why do you feel like that? Why do you feel this way? What, you know, and that might just be learning how to work with people because that's what I've been doing for the past 20 years. For sure. Just, having to listen and understanding people's circumstances and situations. And I like that. Do we miss anything that you wanted to talk about? Like anything at all? Well, I'm really excited for the reunion. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, Thank you to Tacey for uh, getting that all coordinated. I'm very excited. I'm not for sure it. she really wanted to do that. It kind of fell into her lap. So she did a great job. <laughs> how did that happen? You know, I guess I'll ask her how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got some side texts from her for sure. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> but I'm grateful. Thank you, Tacey. Did you go to the tenure? 
Yes, I did. At the at the whatever the center it was. You did too. I went to I went to it. Of course I did. I don't remember Wait, the the Lincoln, well, the Lincoln Center. It's now a church. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, I don't say it's unfortunately a church. The Lincoln Center is just, was such a cool space in a Spokane, good a good yeah. venue, and to have it be a church now is like eh, it's a bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer. But yeah, I did I did go to it and it was. It was fun. It was a fun night and I'm ex- very excited for this. I think it's going to be a different vibe because I think there'll be children there. Yeah. I think. What are you going to do with that? I feel like I'm going to bring my kids and then ta- have like somebody ta- pick them up or or maybe I just won't bring my kids. I don't, I don't know. No, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, I like having my kids around. They're a good buffer, but they also are very annoying and I do <laughs> want to go and like reconnect with people from high school and you can pay my 14 year old to babysit them. oh perfect like maybe we should do maybe we should just get a bunch of 14 year olds together that can watch all the younger kids yeah i like that <laughs> i really like that yeah i don't i think that uh life is good i have no complaints yeah do you have like any like besides like your business or like anything that you're like nonprofits that you're really into that you would love to to give a shout out about um well we're we're heavily involved with the community cancer fund. Mm. Oh, so we, um, my husband does a lot of video for the community cancer. Well, has always actually, it was, uh, coaches versus cancer before it was community cancer. Okay. Right. So we've been a part of that foundation and that program for 14 years. So yeah, they basically, the community cancer fund raises money and keeps the money local. And that's what I like about it. Mm -hmm. Um, for any cancer patients and even more, you know, more than that, but, um, they build housing. They, uh, this all started with the idea of doing a reunion podcast. And I was like, that sounds like fun, but it doesn't really provide anything other than us talking on a microphone and not really, it doesn't really do anything other than catching up. And I wanted to have a piece to it that was like, you know, can I raise money for something that's important to our class? And it started with like, maybe I should do like community cancer fund. Like maybe I should just donate money in Nick's name to the community cancer fund. And I was just like, well, it's a reunion. So I was like, maybe we should give money back to, you know, a student. And that's how it became a scholarship. And, but I went in my research, I was like, it was originally going to be the community cancer fund. It was going to be raising money for that. All the money raised for the community cancer fund goes to families that are affected by that are local and are are affected and helps them with bills and with things that they might need. I believe they funded like the Ronald McDonald house, Mm. like building that. They built one out in um, Coeur d'Alene and it just provides housing for these families who are traveling from, you know, whatever Pasco or Missoula that don't have anywhere. The need. Oh, need to come here for a place to stay. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, Yeah. The, it's a great foundation. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about your husband. He's a part of North by Northwest. He's a, he's a partner since Brought, six, since uh, he came up. Well, wow. Five, I should say. So like he was a part of like helping do a lot of the film, all, all the films shows here in oh, Spokane. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. He is. So the company did, you know, all the movies and mm-hmm. like the zombie Z nation. Z nation. Yeah. Yeah. Matt didn't work on any of those, okay. but his company did it. His company did those it. Okay. Hours. And you could have talked to Tasty about this because she does makeup. She did makeup on a lot of them. But oh, really? It's just crazy hours. Yeah. You're working on a movie, your sitcoms like that. Um, so he opted not to do any of 
of those. So he does commercials. He does commercials. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the one arm. That's that's the other arm of this. Exactly. Is like there's the film and gotcha, and then there's the the uh, the more commercial side of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he has a really fun job. Really interesting. Thank you so I'm much for very not catching interesting. Him. You're very interesting. You're I'm like I can't believe that I'm interviewing you right now and that I started reaching out to people to be on the podcast and the the amount of support that we've gotten through the scholarship and just the people that have just been reaching out to me has been it's been a bit strange just because I wanted to be a popular kid in high school all the time. And you are so popular. Oh, I don't want, Why do you do this to yourself? It's it's not that. It's I do it because like I you wanted more ladies on your arm? Yeah, you know, that that might have been it. But you know, if I had more ladies on my arm in high school, I definitely would not be in the position that I'm in today because I have an amazing wife. Abby was the first person I ever dated. And so she's the first person I ever married. Um <laughs> for now uh and uh that's it's funny <laughs> i only say this because like i it's so much fun connecting with people that i had either didn't really know in high school or just thought they didn't have the time of day for me and it's all based on that yeah i i have preconceived notions of who i was in high school and it's because of my narcissistic brain of like thinking like no one knew me in high school or no one Get over yourself. Yeah, Brandon. get over, get over, get over myself. Yourself. Exactly. No, that's what it is. It, it is what it Isn't is. Isn't that the best line? Yeah, it's great. I know. It's get amazing. Over get over Thank yourself. You, Mr. Reed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I definitely think that through this, I've just like, I've started rekindling new friendships or old friendships or whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's so much fun to reconnect with people. And I, I would say anyone that's scared about trying to reconnect with their past because it was high school and they don't make them nervous, like, why? get over yourself like you said get like over yourself. because like it's fun it's yeah, great it's so much fun to talk to talk to you and be able to to see you and and you have such a good vibe and you're just like i said you're still you are still the same michaela from high school and are you and i i appreciate you taking the time to Brennan. come on the podcast and and thank you and for su- doing this support this and helping with the scholarship and your donation as well. Like, I appreciate that. And thank you again. And, uh, thank you everyone else till next time. I'm looking at a camera. That's not recording. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Uh.